once you get here, there's pretty much no point going back. <laughs> you could switch back to the Jolene, but you're not going to taste these anymore after you taste one of these two. Right. You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. We're going to drink a fine whiskey and smoke a really fine cigar. I said, hey, ladies, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, hey, ladies, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. You're welcome to drink our whiskey and smoke our really fine cigars. One more time, boys. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. We're gonna smoke a really good cigar and drink a really fine whiskey. But here it is. We are in the Man Cave. It's the Man Cave Happy Hour. Once again, we are at the Wine Garden this time. We are in St. Clair Shores at the Wine Garden with our incredible host, Tony. Hello, everyone. Hey, Big Tony. Big <laughs> Thank Tony's you. Here. Thank you for and coming. And then uh, being a wonderful host, as, as always. And then uh, Patrick from the Michigan Bourbon Club. Hello. <laughs> Fresh back from Seattle. Hey. <laughs> Hot West, and sweaty Seattle. West Coast, baby. <laughs> it was a nice place. And of course, always by my side. Hey, my name is Matt Fox. Happy to be here as always. And it's uh, broadcasting uh, podcast Detroit Network that uh, we picked up. A, we picked up a sponsor. So before we really get rolling, uh, I got to tell you about our sponsor. Audible is uh, sponsoring uh, the whole network, which is is pretty cool. So, do you ever listen to uh, audio audio books? I do not, but maybe I should. You could, and well, you could get one for free. Nice <laughs> through Audible, nice. Patrick. What about you? Do you uh, do the the Audible books at all? No, but I like free things. I like free things too. Who so, yeah, it's like you know everybody's on the go, right? And everybody's busy. You get time to sit down with a book, but you got time to plug those things in your ear. So with Audible, you can do just that. Mm-hmm. And there's just thousands upon thousands of books, and you can start with a 30 day free trial. Uh, all you got to do is go to audible.com slash Detroit or text Detroit to 500-500 to get yourself started uh, with an Audible book. Matt, what's the last book that, that you read? Last book uh, that I read. That wasn't all pictures. Um, <laughs> that's a really good question. I have to think about that. It's uh, It was actually Sidney Sheldon, okay, master of the game. Right on. It's a very, very good book, very good story. Great storyteller. I reread Harry Potter. So did you? <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just like that. But yeah. you can find all those things on Audible. So if you want a 30 day free trial and, and and read these books or hear these books, yes. uh, you can do that. Audible.com slash Detroit and uh, 500-500, text the word Detroit to 500-500 and start your 30-day free trial with Audible. It's all part of the podcast Detroit greatness. And speaking of podcasting, like I said, we are in the Man Cave Happy Hour and we are in the Wine Garden with Tony and Patrick. And there is an array of bottles uh, laid out before us here, (laughs) uh, which is just fantastic. 
It's just, you I'm can kind of see them. Let's, uh, Patrick, give me a rundown of what's on the What's on the table? table? Uh, we'll go from left to right pretty much. Here on the left, to start off, we have a Stag Jr., 129.5 proof Stag Jr., rumored to be a, a barrel-proof Eagle Rare, but who knows, really. It's still really good. Uh, the next one we have is our Brotherhood of the Barrel uh, Woodford, Woodford Reserve Double Oak, our second um, Woodford that Double Oak. That was the very first pick we did, didn't we? Yeah, the very first pick we did. Yeah, it was a Double Oak, and this is our second one. Uh, <laughs> then we have an Elijah Craig Small Batch, right. um, Brotherhood of the Barrel pick. I think it's eight and a half years old. This yes. time from a different warehouse. Uh, this time, uh, warehouse old. Yeah, really, really good one this time. Different from the warehouse X one we had before, but excellent. And then finally, we have our brand new, just came in bottle of Mayor Pingree from Valentine Distillery named Jolene. You just did a chug video of this, we one, didn't you? Did do a chug video. <laughs> yes, we did. It's we kind of our uh, favorite thing to do once we release our barrels. We get together with a couple people and uh, take a big old chug. And then drop the barrel on the group, and then uh, everybody comes and gets their bottles. So it's a fun way to to let everybody know it's here. Excellent. If someone wanted to join the the Michigan Bourbon Club, yes, yes. Um, where would they find the Michigan Bourbon Club so they could potentially get a hold of one of these bottles? Michigan Bourbon Club is only on Facebook. You can find us at Michigan Bourbon Club. We'll just look us up, and uh, you'll have to answer a couple questions to get in, just to show us, you know, that you're not some robot trying to get in. Right. Right. And. Um, <laughs> They're pretty easy, though. I promise you'll get them right. <laughs> and uh, it will let you in, and then you can join the circus that we call the Michigan Bourbon Club. Love it. Well, we're going to talk to you more about the Michigan Bourbon Club, because actually just yesterday, <clears throat> there were a couple of people that posted questions that I had a as well. But uh, we were going to taste the, the first taste. So um, the Woodford Reserve, is this from the most recent trip um, to no, the, the Woodford dub, uh, Double Oak double was oak? actually done here yeah. as a sample bottle right okay. that we did, we did right here in this office we're sitting in. Okay. So how, does, how did that work? How does that go down when you, when you do a, a sampling of so bottles like that? So what, what it is, is is three different small batches that the master distiller puts together. He puts it, he, blend, he makes three different blends that are three different weight, three different taste of blends. Okay. So he blends in... It could be anywhere between, um, you know, five to ten barrels together, maybe three barrels together, hmm. and he calls that a batch. Okay. And then it, he has a criteria for it, and then so they bring me three different styles of batches, and we taste them and we pick the best one that we like of the three. And this bottle is what is that? That's that's what that was the winner. The result. Is what to say. Yep. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yep. And so, uh, all right, well, let's good. let's taste it. I, so that's when, what I have in my glass. That's, that's what, I have, what, I, have that's what I have in mine. Hey, wow. so well, cheers, 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 fellas. fellas. All right, yeah. so giving it a sniff. I can't. It, it smells so good, I don't even want to drink it yet. It's a lower proof. It's 90.4 proof, so 45.2% alcohol. You know, there's, there's, to me, there's like, it's like dark fruit is what I get out of it. Some plum, some raisin, you know. Mm -hmm. um, some oak and cedar is in the middle, maybe. See, I got the yeah. oak. I, I really got the oak uh, on that yeah. on that on that first up one before that one. That was it was really oaky. It's yeah. an easy drinker, that's but it's for a sure. very yeah. it's very easy easy to drink. You yeah. you're supposed to have some spices on there, otherwise yeah. it's not gonna right. stand up. You it's, know, it's, it's gonna flop. Yeah, it's staying more towards the the roof of my mouth on this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, for me. Um, 
Hmm. And the, 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 there's a little bit of a burn hanging on afterwards. <laughs> well, it's your first sip of the it's day, the too. Of, yeah, so yeah. Your palate is fresh, so now you're picking up all the alcohol, basically. Yeah, yeah. But it, I, I promise as soon as you have a couple more, that will change sure. mm-hmm. in a all minute. Right. That'll change from the roof of your mouth to the back of your throat, and then it'll warm your belly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, there you go. All right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a little less of a burn that time around. Yeah. So these bottles, um, they have the Brotherhood of the Barrel sticker label on them, not just a sticker, but it's a label from the bottler. Um, these are available in the store, right? So the Elijah Craig is available at the store. The mm-hmm. uh, Woodford Double Oak is also available. Right, right. Um, those, both of those, because they're a small batch, we got 240 bottles of okay. each. Okay. Mm. Where when it's a single barrel, we can we you know whatever it yields it yields. It might be some loss to evaporation, some sure, loss yeah. to um, you know leaking issues, but otherwise we when it's when they say a small batch, or a, you know a bar- a barrel of a batch usually is a two hundred forty bottle batch. Okay, that's, that's still that's, a lot of bottles for a small batch. You know, a lot of, for a layman like myself. You know, I hear small batch and I'm like, okay, you got a case. But you're telling us it's 240 bottles. So small batch is comparing to your big batch. Sure, sure. So if you put down, if your regular batch is a hundred barrels together, mm-hmm. sure, to sell to everyone else in the country, mm-hmm. okay, your small batch could be like 50. Oh. It could be 75. Okay. A smaller batch of your big batch. That's what small batch means. Okay. okay. So if you're making 500 barrels batches mm-hmm. and you do 200 barrel batches, that's a small batch. That's a small batch. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of alcohol. It's a small batch of your big batch. I love it. So now I follow a couple different bourbon societies. Uh, there's a, a couple other ones in Michigan. Uh, and there's a couple, you know, national ones and, and other states. I just kind of keep my eye on because it's, it's, it's interesting conversations. Okay. And uh, the the Woodford Doubled Oak has been popping up, like they've just had like a big release of their Double Oak. Mm-hmm. It seems like um, this is. You said this is a blend that the distiller said, okay, here's a, here's a couple blends for you to try. Pick one you want us to put your label on. Yeah, Chris Morrison is the master distiller. And so, how many people? Um, is this unique to, to the wine garden or, or maybe yes, some is. other people might have something yes, similar? Yes, it is because they're different batches that he makes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we go, because you know, like Novi has a, a big store over there and I know there's one up uh, north of here. I forget where it is, but they, they were, somebody was, oh, I just got this bottle from there. And I was like, oh, that looks like, and I'm like, oh no, because the label yeah. looks similar except it had the name of the yeah. other group mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, so right. that'll have a different taste to it. It, uh, it should. It, okay. It should. Well, first of all, not everybody has the same palate. Mm-hmm. So if I if we're going to pick a, a batch, we might happen to like a batch because our thinking of way where it should be sure. is one way, mm-hmm. and then another store picks theirs because according to their palate, mm-hmm. they like this batch. But it's a three barrel batch. That's what that is. Okay. So every three barrels is done together as one batch. Mm-hmm. Now remember, throughout the whole country, there is probably about maybe 20 barrels to each state so that imagine how many batches do they make yeah okay. so they they don't taste all the same right all no. right wow so now i know he, you explained the, this to me before. the master yeah. distiller actually goes out and picks each you know tastes each barrel and he blends those together in the batches okay into three to five barrel batches yep. 
So they're never going to be the same. Okay. Very cool. Um, so you, I know you explained this to me before, but what does the double oaked mean? What is what does double oaked mean? What I think is double oak means is put in two different barrels. Okay. So that, they that age was... it for so long mm-hmm. in the barrel. After that, they take they take the whiskey out of it. They put it in a second barrel that's brand new. All right. So it gets more oak and more mm-hmm. vanilla more, off of the okay. barrel. That's why it's called double oaked. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what I thought, but I just I just wanted, I just wanted to confirm that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's different than the the regular Woodford Reserve that's on the shelf. Correct. So their regular stuff is not double oaked. And they also have uh, they also have a double oak, but it's not a small batch like this. Okay. Mm. So know. if you grabbed one of their double oaked off the shelf, and then this one off the shelf, it'd be totally different. Two different profiles. So the master distiller has a a taste pro- profile mm-hmm. for the regular double oak that goes out to the whole country. Mm. That's his thing. Make it consistent. Make it always stays the same. Right. If you pick it up from my store or some store in California or Florida, mm-hmm. it's supposed to taste the same. The small batches that we do, there right. are totally different blends. Right. Okay. You know. There's also a double double oak. Double double oak, yeah, which I don't even know. It's what like that a means, double but... secret probation. <laughs> yeah, double secret probation. <laughs> well, if you ever get one, that's what you got to call it: double yeah, secret double probation. Secret probation. <laughs> double double like... secret prohibition. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Save that one for a label someday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just put that in your pocket. All right, I like that. I, I like that a lot. Uh, it's because I have a bottle of Woodford at home, and this is yeah, this is definitely definitely a different game. It's very different. I, I, yeah, lo- it's, I looked it's... at my bottle last night, and I was like, I have to save myself for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so the one you probably have is a little bit lighter, maybe. This is definitely In the def- coloration. Yeah, I can see it from here. Mm-hmm. Definitely, uh, it's definitely deeper. Is richer. Um, the mouthfeel is greater. You know, it it, it almost hits all your senses in mm. in, in your tongue. Um, you know, again, if they didn't do it different, they wouldn't do it, right? Um, and, and it is exciting that they do it different because now a customer is able to, you know, see what every store is doing, and they they right. can fall in love with the one that they like. Right. You know, that's 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 why they do it like that. Mm-hmm. But the problem with this, <clears throat> how many bottles of this did you said you two hundred and forty, right? Mm-hmm. So when that two forty goes. I'm done. It's gone. So the next, right? th- the first one we did was totally different than this. Right, Absolutely. right. Yeah, it, it did not taste like this at all. The first uh, uh, double oak we did at the store. Right. It, it did not taste like this. So the idea is is not to make them taste the same, right? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be fun. Yeah. You got to change, you know, and, you know, and palates change and, right. you know, evolves and get better, maybe get worse, maybe get better. Um, but, that you know, the idea is to change, right? You know, to, to not drink the same stuff over and over and again. You yeah. need to keep your palate guessing yeah. at yeah. all times. If you you're doing brought the same some corn thing. chips along for the party, yeah, right. <laughs> in between the two, yeah, you can't do the same thing all the time. No. You just get stagnant. You gotta, you gotta mix it up. And yeah. doing the small batches like you are, it's a yeah. really good idea. Yeah. Plus, when something new comes out, it gives you the opportunity as yeah. wine garden to reach back out and say, "Hey, let's try something different." Yeah, right. So build I mean, up a new clientele, possibly. Who yeah. Knows? Well, I mean, people have pellets. You know, everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, some something I like, people don't like. Something customer likes, I may not like that. You know, 
Right. You know, that's why there's so many different bottles and so many different blends, you know, yeah. you know. So Elijah Craig is uh, was up next on the hit parade is what we were looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, and now this one is it's another um, Brotherhood of the Bottle labeled. Uh, yes, Brotherhood of the Barrel. Yep. Barrel. Sorry. No <laughs> Get it right. Uh, so another brother. Yeah. Another Brotherhood of the Barrel. Um, so let's uh, pass the Elijah Craig around. And while we do that, I can tell you more about Audible, our sponsor today. <laughs> no, I'm not, no, I won't do that. Perfect. You should. <laughs> no, no, no. But if you text 500, 500, uh, text the word Detroit to that, you can get a 30-day free trial on the Audible for sure. You go, Mr. Um, Flanagan. Thank you, sir. What was that number you're supposed to text again? 500. 500. Because <laughs> you do have to say it at least twice yeah. for it to count. Um, all right, so now looking at the Elijah Craig. It's going to be a little lighter yep. in color. Yeah, it, I, I had noticed okay. that straight away. It smells sweeter. Yes, a little more honey, molasses in there. Uh-huh. It's 47% alcohol per volume. Yep. You got that yep. right? Yeah. All right. So it's a little bit higher than this. This was 45.2. All right, so this is 94 proof. Yep. yep. All right. Elijah Craig, a lot of people may not know, comes from Heaven Hill Distillery. Where's Heaven Hill Distillery? Uh, Barstown, Kentucky. Okay. Is yeah. now is that the main uh, Heaven Hill? Is that the main label? So Heaven Hill is the parent okay, company the parent. of of Elijah, Elijah Craig. Okay, that's okay. one of the brands that they have. Because you see, I, I I'm not again just learning and figuring it out. Um, so the the Heaven Hill, I, I see that label, and it just it it is that a Premium liquor? Is it a, is it a, is it a midi, medium? Is it a low end? What is what is? They, it? Have, they have a plenty lot. of everything. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I once I've joined the club, I've seen people with like rows of Heaven Hill. It's like, look what I got, and they're all excited. I'm like, oh, is that something to be excited about? <laughs> um, then I'm gonna. I have think to... they're talking about the six year oh, rye. Was it, was it a six year rye they came out with? Right, the one that is not available in Michigan. For oh the, oh yeah, the six year no, that's a bourbon. Yeah, isn't it six year bourbon? Yeah, six year bourbon. So mm-hmm. in the white label, it's it's awesome, and it's what is it twelve dollars yeah. for a bottle? Oh wow! Yeah, okay. So but it's the not available to say yeah, to me. So you can mix that with your Dr Pepper and uh, <laughs> yeah. DR. Not feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really good too. It's a hundred proof bottled in bond. Okay, it's tasty. Um, Heaven Hill is a very very large distillery. Yeah. Okay, as large as Jim Beam. Jim okay. Beam is another great big distillery. They probably barrel about twelve to thirteen hundred barrels a day. A day, a day. Wow, that's how massive they are. Yeah, and my liver just shrunk just thinking about yeah. that. Actually. Yeah, it's it's amazing, right? They they've been they've mastered it. You know, wow. Heaven Hill is a great distillery. They got some really good stuff. Yes, they do. So they, you know, do a lot of great stuff, but. You know, unfortunately, some of their brands don't get, you know, they get licked over. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a great distillery. They have some low-end, middle, high-end, just like everybody else. Okay. You know? uh, Low-age, middle-age, high-end age, you know. Uh, How long does it have to age until they can actually distribute and sell it? Is it one year? Uh, that for bourbon, two years. Two, for years. Bur- two years, yep. okay. Two years for bourbon, uh-huh. yep. yep. So, and bourbon isn't strictly Kentucky, no. No. Right? It's uh that was a piece All of, of legislation United. from like the 
30s or the 60s or something. All of the United States. You and, could make it in Hawaii. You could yeah. make it in California. You could make it in Michigan. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Although 95% of it still comes out of Kentucky. A lot of it. Yeah. Of it. And, so and part of that because of the water that they have. Sure. The limestone water, it, it gets, it strips all the irons and everything out of, it's basically an RO water without doing it an RO uh, way of doing it. Yeah. Um, so the limestone strips all the irons out of it and it becomes that it's best water you can drink technically, you right. know. Um, well, Cindy, now that's a thing to to go off track a little bit because um, Matt posted something to my Facebook page. It's like because Guinness <laughs> opened uh, the first uh, brewery in the States since the 1930s or right, something. Right, um, I did share that with you. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I'm like, well, why bother? Because if it's if if the water and everything isn't coming from, you know, Ireland, Ireland yeah. if it's not there just outside of Dublin trickling down out of the mountains, you know, why? Well, I don't want, I don't want, seriously, I don't want uh, Boston water in my Guinness. <laughs> no like, offense, it's Boston, like, but... Right. Uh, it's like Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola's yeah. been doing it, and they give rights to, like, the Middle East. Yeah. To make their pop and and right. then you know some part of uh, Mexico to do their pop too. You know, <laughs> as contracts they do it, but it's it, it's never going to taste the same. Right. Yeah. So right. I'm I'm curious what they're gonna do. I, we need to get a Guinness person on to talk to them. I think and so. See what kind of shenanigans. Are, Plus they they got this the, the Guinness blonde ale and the you know the Guinness the, what they got the blonde ale. Um, they got. Uh, uh, although I like the anniversary stout, the, the things they've been doing with the stouts have been enjoyable. Did you have that 200th anniversary stout? Have not yet. Okay, that was like at the beginning of the year, um, and it's gone now. So it's it's. Uh, I think it was just a limited. You drank it was it. Yeah, I did. It's a limited. It's sweeter <laughs> than regular stout, um, it, but it's good. I just, it's different than the draft. Um, but yeah, I liked it a lot. So, but I'm curious what they're going to do out of that uh, out of that U.S. Just not distillery, but the U.S. brewery. What what their plan is for that? But and the because I figured it's like I you know the, the half of it is like because the water and everything that they do it with is coming from Ireland, and that's half of you know the intrigue for me. Well, right. they can send them water from Ireland. So I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious what their process is. going Are you be. giving me homework to do? Is that what you're doing? Um, yeah. All right, fair enough. Let's get it. Let's get a Guinness <laughs> rep in here to figure out what the heck's going on. But and we're bring free beer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But we're back to Heaven Hill and the Elijah Craig. And uh, the Brotherhood of the Barrel bottle that you have currently in the store. Um, I actually have one of these at home and uh, cracked it open with a friend. And I said, what do you got? So I had a 1792 and I had the Angel's Envy and I had the Elijah Craig on the t- on the counter. I said, which one, what do you want to do? I had no idea. He, was, he went for the Elijah. And uh, he's like, and he lo- he was raving about it. He was just like, so raving, is he raving, a beginner? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. Um, a lot of beginners love the Elijah Craig because it's very easy to drink. Mm-hmm. It's soft, it's caramel, it's vanilla. You know, um, Just by smelling it, you get yeah, that caramel, you get yeah. the vanilla. Because it's that, 94 yeah. proof, is could be a good, easy proof for a lot of people. The people that drink bourbon all the time, they want the higher and higher proof right, all right. the time. Because mm-hmm. you know, your, your palate keeps telling you, I want more and more. <laughs> right, right. But... You know, for the beginners mostly, you know, I shouldn't say the beginners, but for people that starts out drinking bourbon early, earlier, you know, learning about it, they love the Elijah Craig because it's easier, is it's caramely, is mm-hmm. vanilla. It's like I said, it's 
it's a great bourbon. The price is right. You know, it's not expensive. Yeah. Uh, it has a good aging for that price. Yeah. You know, so it has all the elements to be a good winner. Hmm. So how how old is this guy? In the eight and a half. Years eight and a half. Years. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So the most of the Elijah Craig that like the just the the shelf brand. Um, is that just going to be a two-year, two- or three-year? No, or? they're probably at six. Yeah. Okay. All right. They're probably at six. It does not say it on the bottle. Sure. So it's we do not know, but right. I say between five to seven years old. Right, right. But you know this one is eight? Eight and a half. Eight and yeah. a half. Yep. Yeah, because they is... sent us, when they sent us a sample, they told us when that barrel was put to sleep. We and... did the same thing for this as we did for the double oak, where okay. they sent us three three different ones. Okay. Right. We sat here with a rep, and then we tasted it, and then she told us how old each one was because she didn't want that to influence our pick. Sure. You know, because a lot of times people will just say, I want the oldest one. I don't care what it tastes like. Right, right. And a right. lot of times, I mean, it could be That's not the, the best tasting one. It right, could sure. be, but, you know, a lot of times it's not. Right. In my experience, I mean, we've done it this one twice now, and mm-hmm. both times it wasn't the oldest one that we wow. picked. Eight and a half. Well, well we, we like the blind taste things. Yeah. We, I mean, that's the true story because putting times on it and putting this, it, it's all in the taste. If you really right. close your eyes and start tasting things, you'll become better at your taste. Mm-hmm. If you look, if you close your mouth and look at everything, mm-hmm. you're really not going to learn much. No, nope. you know, it's you, like having you need the answers for a test before you take the test. Mm-hmm. I passed. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't earn it though. No, you have to earn it. You guys like it? Got to earn your bourbon stripes. I do. <laughs> yeah. I do, I, I do enjoy the Elijah Craig. And I mean, as Tony was saying, a lot of people who just start getting into bourbon, it's a really great one to, uh, to start with. But I mean, I'm not, I haven't saying I've been drinking bourbon forever, but I've been into bourbon for five, six, seven years. And as he was saying, I do like the high proof stuff like the stag and this mirror pingry and the, but I love this, like on a normal Tuesday night, mm-hmm. I'm not just going to sit around and pound some stag junior at 130 proof. I want something <laughs> a little lighter and, uh, have a couple of those and I'll still be just I gotta fine. wake up uh, in the morning. I can make right. it to work tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Klaus Van Bula over me in right. the next morning going, wake <laughs> up. Oh yeah. So it, speaking of which, what do you, what do you do, Patrick? What, uh, what what, what do you do nine to five? I work uh, for one of the big three, and I test powertrains. So oh, yeah? I, I test engines and transmissions. Okay. So of all of our so products. Do you, do you that, run them until they break? Uh, that's one of the tests we do. We do all kinds of test. tests for, you know, you have to test the engines and transmissions thoroughly yes. before you release them to the public. So of course. once they get out into the public, we have thoroughly beaten the living shit out of every, <laughs> everything a lot more than you can. Yeah. You know, I... Um, I was um, involved in um, the high-performance uh, engine that we do for a while, mm-hmm. the uh, Hellcat. Nice. And, uh, you know, I got friends like, oh, yeah, I got a Hellcat. And, you know, I take, I beat the crap out of this car and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> I did, though. I did. <laughs> so are these tests, like, just in racks and they're not, like, on the road, they're not in on a no, test these ground. Are, they're just these are powertrain only, so it's right. on an engine dyno setup. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, we do dyno work. We have all kinds of uh, different kinds of dynos. There's chassis dynos and then engine dynos and stuff. So we just, I just work on the engine. Side. How long have you been doing that? I've been doing engine dyno work for about twenty years now. Yeah. So you wow. don't. It doesn't look like you could be doing anything for twenty years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I graduated. Uh, I went to U of D Mercy here in Detroit. Okay, that was going to be my next question. So, what and, kind of uh, training did you have to do to I, do this? I graduated in two thousand and two. Okay. With a mechanical engineering degree, and um, I started. Uh, well, I was doing co-op jobs during that 
because you have to do co-op jobs during your right, time right. there. So I technically started in like 98, 99. Started oh, and they, doing and my they kept jobs. you on? Well, no, I, I changed. Oh, okay. Like my very first co-op job ever was at the Ford Wixom plant, okay. which is no longer there. Sure. No, and then I worked at Vistion, which is no longer there. No, it's not. And then uh, I worked at Bosch. And then actually I did two two Bosch internships, and then they hired me after I graduated. So yeah. I stayed on at Bosch for a couple of years, and then I left and went a couple of different places, and then the bottom fell out of the market. And then I delivered pizzas with my fancy degree for a while. And, <laughs> oh um, man! Yeah. Oh, what's I did the best pizzas pizza? for I did yeah. pizzas for a long time. Jets man. Pizza Man. That's the yeah, I did pizzas for a while too. Domino's yeah. and man, Jets. we got a lot of pizza guys. Yeah. Did and you I, do pizza too? I certainly as hell did. Did I get you into pizza? No, no, you I did got not. you into DJ. You got me into DJ. Yeah. yeah, I got everybody no. else I know into. Man. I was Jenny, still doing pizza. Jenny did pizza. Lisa did pizza. She couldn't find a house to save her life, so she lasted like a week. Did pizza with me, Kip, Mark. It's a great way to make some Dale. extra cash when you got no Hell job. Yeah. I mean, yeah, pizza's good. Yeah, I was pulling oh, out some serious the, coin. Yeah, it was pizza. the heyday too. Yeah. And my it was engineering like, brain kept track of everything, like all my tips and everything. So mm-hmm. I ended up, I ended up bringing home like when I worked, it was average about twenty dollars an hour. So let me let me answer the question, Patrick. Pretty good. You, you, here you are, you're testing engines, right? Mm-hmm. You're one of the big three, and you're breaking shit all the time. And then you go, <laughs> you know what? I want a really good bourbon. I want. How did you go from doing what you were doing to wanting to, you know, get into the bourbon club and the the origins of bourbon, that bourbon club? Uh, well, I don't know. I just started uh, one day. I was like, you know, I want to try. I I thought. I wanted to be fancy and try some scotch. Okay. Everybody, everybody likes scotch, right? And it was the expensive thing. So I tried some scotches when I started. And I'm like, I don't like this stuff. And so I might as well try bourbon. Right. So I started trying different bourbons. And uh, my local liquor store, I was out on the west side, uh, like West Bloomfield, over in that area. And mm-hmm. found a couple stores that I felt comfortable going in and out of and uh, talking with the people. <laughs> so they started recommending things. And then I got hooked on Blanton's. And you know, I started collecting all the Blanton's toppers with wow. all the different letters, and that's really what got me uh, hooked into bourbon was Blanton's. Okay. So Fair. I uh, and then I uh, yeah, it all went down from downhill or uphill from there, <laughs> I guess you could say uphill. Yeah, yeah, uphill. Yeah, uphill. I'll, I'll go with you. On so that and then uh, you know I found some local like I'd run into people, and then I'd start talking to friends like, oh yeah, I like bourbon too, and I like bourbon too, and then you know Facebook popped up. In mm-hmm. whatever year Facebook started, and then all right. the groups started. Yeah. So, you know, I was into all these groups for other things, and I'm like, there's got to be groups for bourbon, right? Sure. Right. Yeah. So I type in bourbon, and I found some Michigan ones, and here we are. You made your own. Yep. Very good. Like it. Thank you for that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I just, I the was interested version in, of no, interested in the, the, the people. Um, but yeah, as we're drinking the Elijah Craig talking about the uh, Michigan Bourbon Club, it's uh, we're over three thousand members. I think so. I think we're either really damn let's close. Let's take a look at the ticker. As, as of today, I think let's, you were at two. Let's <laughs> look at the ticker. You were at twenty nine hundred. It's as in of the today. it's in the twenty nine hundreds right now. It should be twenty nine oh one if you accept my request to join. Oh, did you, are you just joining now? <laughs> I I am just joining now. Welcome. I'm just now getting around. To Welcome it. to Perfect. the party, pal. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Give this guy another drink. You're right. 
Yeah. Matt Fox, so there you are. See, you there didn't, it is. You didn't answer the question, so I'm going to decline you. Oh, oh shit. Denied. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was getting ready to sit down for a, for a podcast. You're approved. Oh, you're thanks, approved. buddy. You're in. <laughs> He's a human. I'll vouch for that. He's it's, relatively human. Yeah. The last time 3, I am not a robot. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to see from the uh, the app on your phone. It doesn't give you an exact number. But last time I looked on a laptop, it was like 2980. Okay. Almost 3,000. Almost 3,000. Almost 3,000th person. Almost. Okay. So that's a, that's a pretty fair size group because I've looked at some of the other bourbon clubs and uh, you know people say, oh yeah, we got a uh, thousand people and I'm like, wait a second, the club I'm in, there's like three great. There's I thought there was over three grand. I'm yep. like, wimps. Yeah. <laughs> but you well, know, and again, you're active members yeah. and your regular contributors, and then you got your lurkers and your people who joined and never do anything yeah, again. They never. Yeah, you, know, you get once. that. But uh, out of your active people, I mean, because when you offer up a bottle, it goes. Yeah. yeah. Right, and that's it's, the thing with all the members that you have, and you only get a certain number of bottles. Mm-hmm. Like for the Pingree that we're going to look at next, right? You, how many bottles did you guys get in? One thirteen, and you have almost three thousand members. Right. So what, folks what did you do in. on July? What's one before that? You did July fifteenth, right? You did one on July fifteenth. Um, was that the Maker's Mark? Was that the yeah, yes. Maker's yes. it was yes. the Maker's Mark. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, there was only like, was there how many? There was like one hundred and twenty. No, well, there are two forty bottles. Yeah. Oh, there are two forty on. So that? some of the bottles. At the shop, we okay. we keep our, for our regular customers. Right. So when we do the pick with uh, MBC, yeah. So the wine garden joining MBC, right, right. The brotherhood joining MBC. We always give them the most amount of numbers of bottles because mm. they're going and picking with us. Right. So Michigan bourbon. Um, okay. So when when we do it, we always have we leave some for the shop for okay. our regular customers. Sure. 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 Um, All right. You know, so plus Tony's secret stash. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, we don't want to talk friends about and family. <laughs> uh, so, but we, I mean, you know, giving seventy bottles out of one hundred and thirteen—that's like more like eighty percent. Sure. Right? Oh yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah, each members yeah, yeah, have to be yeah. on, on the ball yep. to get yeah. involved and get a bottle of the yeah. pingree yeah. or yeah. you know whatever you guys. And those are those are you know not not to give them a little more hype than they need to, but. They are a special bottle. Yeah. I mean, stuff you can't buy off the shelf. No. Right. That's that's why people, you know, run to put their name down for bottles. You know, I constantly get in people that says, you know, I missed out on this bottle. You know, Tony, do you have a bottle for me? Right. I'm from NBC, and if I have a few extra bottles, I'll 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 let them go for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, really, is filling up the list is the people that go on the list first get the first dips on them yeah and then after that is if we have any extras i'll release them you know right because as the michigan bourbon club patrick you can't just go down to makers and say i want to buy a barrel no and you're like no i got lots of money in my pocket i really really (laughs) want to buy a barrel they don't care and because there's lots of people there isn't like a big tall guy and a little short guy and in a white suits sending you out on a truck no No. wait that's smoking the bandit right but um (laughs) <laughs> but you can't you can't just do that right no. you can't just go get it um you have to go through a licensed so distributor or a licensed retailer. they used to be at one day where you were allowed to do that right if you had a bunch of money and you want to go to the distillery and pick your own barrel mm-hmm. that was allowed but because of how the bourbon boom 
in the last five, seven years, sure. you're not allowed to do that. You right. have to go through it. Even then, you still had to go through a retailer. Right. The barrel had to come to a retailer, right. and the retailer had to sell it to you at state minimum, to uh, at least. Uh, right. Uh, right. So they can. So the state of Michigan gets their own right. taxes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. got to so, get paid. So, of course. So even back then, right, was allowed. But I mean, right now. If the you know some distilleries that had um, some uh, groups or like guys that used to pick from them mm-hmm. 10, 15 years ago, they still let them do that, mm-hmm. but they still have to go through a store to be delivered to a store. Right. Yeah, they got grandfathered in, but they're not taking any like you know it doesn't like as Tony was saying it doesn't matter how much money you have in your pocket. Right. You know, if I wanted one, I'm brand new, and they don't you know not they don't care, but. They don't really care because there's 5,000 other stores right. that they have accounts with and that support their distillery. Sure. They right. get the barrels over me. You know, sure. Six, seven, eight years ago, that wasn't the case. Right. You know, they had plenty to spare and there wasn't, any, you know, nobody was buying. You know, Tony, Tony's going to fix me. It's like making it crazy <laughs> that I'm, I'm voting on it. And it's like, <laughs> oh, we are, we are smoking a uh, cigar as we're sitting here talking too. So, so uh, we are smoking on a uh, La Barbara? La Barbara from Caldwell Cigars. Nice. Very smooth. Yeah. You know, very, it's a, so I, I figure I bring something that is not going to overpower what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Because actually on our second episode of The Man Cave, we did it at the Stray Cat Lounge, which we'll be going back there. They've been calling. They want us to come back. You guys are welcome to come. Thank I mean, you. I know Jackie very well. Oh, my God, she yeah, knows yeah, me yeah. very so well. Jackie, Jackie's good people. She saw us do the one, the last episode that we did at the Music Town. Yeah. And literally that night, she was like, why the hell haven't you guys come back to us? And I'm like, well, you haven't called us. So, so we're going back there. Uh, yeah, Jackie is awesome. Yeah. And uh, the folks at the Straight Cat. And Scott is their husband. And Scott, yeah. yeah. So what they did, they paired the other, they paired us with the Elijah Craig and, and one of the cigars out of, out of his humidor there. Uh, and we talked about that on uh, episode two or three of the Man Cave. Yeah, so, uh, that but was, that was that, that was, was fun. Good. That was good times. That was yeah. that was nice. It so, is it is a nice place. I very, I like going to Stray Cat. You know, it, it's cl- it's between home and work. So I often after golf stop by and and hang out and and. What's your handicap, and, Tony? Not very good. Right? <laughs> I wish I'm you didn't bring this up. Uh, My handicap is bourbon. <laughs> you know, in Saint Clair Shores. It's it's high. I'm probably like a 14 handicap, uh, 15 maybe sometimes. Uh, but you want to hear something you know, funny? I don't even know what my handicap is because uh, I suck that much. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want to go golfing with me, you'll laugh your ass off. That is, that? I get my money's worth because I get to hit it a lot. <laughs> well, well, speaking of golf, we are. Uh, you got a, got an outing coming. Yeah, up. we have an NBC ver- first annual inaugural. When? I, got, I think I got a wedding outings. or something. When, when is it? Uh, I cannot wait. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's I'm the so mad. First I can't Saturday of September, September the eighth, I believe oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like we're in the middle of wedding season. Yeah. I think it's two o'clock in the afternoon. Is it two or two thirty? Um, you know, if we hit if we hit nine, Jamie. We need interns. They can go we start the interns. wedding for this us. This is true. And then, true. Yeah. But we could probably hit interns. Like we'd be in any shape to go and finish that wedding. <laughs> yeah. No, probably not. So <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. We've got 38 people already signed up, and almost everyone is also already paid as well. So, hey, bonus. Yeah, we're going to yeah. do some uh, prizes with uh, uh, the long drive, you know, just like a normal golf sure. hunting. We're going to try and throw a 50-50 together. Where's it going to be at? At St. Clair Shores Golf Club. Nice. 
So we are gonna, the wine garden is giving a cigar for every member that's coming up there. To nice. Play. Awesome. Um, nice. Uh, Jack Daniels is giving away a uh, single barrel um, uh, 50 ml on each one and three <laughs> balls. Wow, That's all nice. free. Comes with uh, with the golf outing. I might just um, sign up and not golf. And <laughs> yes, that al- that alone is worth yeah, the yeah. fifty bucks. bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then we're gonna have yeah. a special prize for the winning team. You're all gonna get some uh, something good. I can definitely say that. So. Yeah. 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 Just got a whole right. bunch of uh, pingry. Oh. Here, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not that one. Those are Darn. all gone. Jolene, <laughs> Jolene. Gone. Yeah. Um, so, but the Michigan Bourbon Club and uh, on on the line there. There's a whole when you go to sign up. There's some questions you have to ask, and you have to abide by the rules that are pinned to the top post. Yep. Sorry, I didn't um, answer those questions. And <laughs> and, and Patrick, um, you, it's mainly men. I mean, there there are women, and there's uh, the Sisterhood of the Barrel. Yep. Uh, yes. just an offshoot love that. of the the Michigan Bourbon Club or yep. the Ladies Bourbon Club. The Ladies whatever. of a Michigan Bourbon Club, right? Uh, but there's ladies in the Michigan Bourbon Club. There are, um, and most most all most welcome all the time. Absolutely. Um, but uh, it's a long set of directions, and it's geared toward, you know, there's a lot of guys in it. Uh, we're not going to read those directions, Patrick. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it's rough sometimes, but, you know, it's, it's uh, from— Take it from a guy that just— uh... r- running, running groups for a while, uh, not just bourbon groups, and being in bourbon groups, you know. Right, right. Those rules, right, right. and I say that with quotation marks because sure. we're not trying to be— very, you know, you iron fisted. Yeah. You know, we're just trying to protect the members. Oh, we're yeah, trying yeah, to protect yeah, yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Sure. You're trying to make sure nobody's getting taken advantage of with right. this, you know, anything like that. So, so just for for my edification, and there were a couple posts yesterday on 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 the Facebook page. Somebody said, "Yeah, I was going to go into this fireball, but I'm not exactly sure what it is." So, uh, I'm I'm part of the club, right? And I got an array of bottles at home, and there's this bottle that I've got three of them. It's a nice bottle, and I want to sell it. And I want to sell it off through the club, right? Is that what a fireball does? What is, what is the fireball raffle thing that people do? Fireball is something that I'd rather not talk about. Fair play. Yeah. Did it get sticky? And there was like there was like some like. I think it was like right the day before we did the other podcast. Yeah. There was like a shit storm um, about something, and you were kind of like, God, Deborah, frigger, frigger, frigger. And then we sat down, we had some bourbon, and, and you didn't think about it again. Right. Until um, just now. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> I love how Biggie's smiling. Look at that. The video the camera's on. You yeah. can see that smile. Um, but if you'd like read to the, read the directions pinned at the top. Yep. Read okay, the directions. Fair play. And you can, everything will be explained. And if anybody has any questions about anything, feel free to just ask me. Privately, okay. and I'll explain it. <laughs> All right. Did you hear that? <laughs> Talk to this. Does it? Does it uh, okay. So yeah, because I don't quite understand it, and I didn't bother to go back and read it. I figured I would just ask you. Yep. And so, but not right this second. I will gladly explain it all to you when we stop talking. With <laughs> 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 the microphones are because off. if you do say it and you don't say it exactly right. Yeah. People go, but but you said. But you said it here. Right. I have so it on, no, that's on cool. Tape. That's very cool yep. because you know because people do that and they're like sticklers for or they they they've broken the rules or they've broken the the chain of command or however it goes, and then they complain about it. So okay, I get that. Um, yeah. So you want to be? I have an advice for floor. everyone. Yeah. If you don't want to be part of the Powerball, don't do it. Just walk away from it. Yeah, I if see. If you them all don't the time. like it. If it's not something you want to do, they're powerballs. Fire, just powerballs, walk away from it. It's fireball. It's not a it's fireball, like it's ball. like it's like the lottery. Yeah. Every there is a lotto yeah. machine. I did already. At every store, every gas station, oh. 
airport, everywhere you go walk. Mm. If you don't want to play the lottery, the right, Michigan right. State lottery, what Just do you don't do? Play. Apparently, you don't play. You don't know how addiction works. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you you should be always careful with how much you spend. Obviously, yeah. You know? yeah. 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 You know, yeah. don't spend your own fortune trying to get something. You know. Yeah. Um, this is not. This is supposed to be for fun. Right. Right. Exactly. And it's yeah. supposed to be for extra you know, stuff you have. Mm-hmm. It's not. It, you're not. You're not doing it to make a fortune out of it. But I mean, but. You know, if you if you keep putting money in for them, you you know you're either gonna win or you you gonna lose. I right, mean, right. that's that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking. All right, good. Jolene. So, oh, I'm uh, still on the logic card. No, but the uh, so but uh, so there's that, and uh, people just kind of show off what they got, right? There was one interest. There was a post today that was a little heartwarming that uh, somebody's friend's mother passed away and they had yeah. some bottles on the shelf and there was one bottle that was he did some research on it and it was valued at like he saw it was valued anywhere from two thousand to twenty nine hundred dollars um is what and he was like he goes am i because and that's why he turned to the club and he right. was like is that right he goes because this mom's on a fixed income and if we can move this for her and sell it for her, right you know 2500 bucks would be a nice little chunk for this lady. Right. Um, it'd be nice to help her out. Would I be fair and right in selling this? I thought that was cool. It's like one of the cool things about the club. Absolutely. We're always willing to help when it comes to that. Um, sadly, when when that post happened, I almost knew what was going to happen next, where oh people are starting to make offers on the bottle in that post. And oh, that's, yeah. That's something you want to keep away from. And people right. are saying, send me a message and we can make a deal. And that's something also we try to shy away from because oh. – in my opinion, and why we have the rule of no PM deals is, peop, you know, when someone's like, oh, PM me and we can work it out, it's yeah. usually something shady going on or right. they're trying to take advantage. They don't want everybody to see you or see the person getting lowballed or whatever, and then you turn around and sell somewhere else and you make some money, gotcha. you know? Well, so it is. So, why, But why that post in general is, is awesome. People are people, yeah. man. So he like got that. a he so got a fair evaluation because you know um, a couple people on there do deal in high end bottles. So I I tag somebody, somebody else tags somebody else who who knows the valuation. Talk to this guy. Yeah, Talk but to this guy. It, it ended up being the the bottle's worth about sixteen seventeen hundred bucks, which is what I thought still. as well. But it'll still help out. Uh, but if it goes to charity for twenty five hundred dollars, yeah, I mean yeah, that's yeah. that's a great deal for the charity the if mom. it's going. Yeah, right. yeah, I mean yeah. if you're doing it for a charity and a charity gets it for four thousand dollars or whatever. It's a charity. Sure. It's it's not just a regular random, you know, raffle. Right. So <laughs> it's going for a good cause. There's right. a lot of there's a lot of stuff you see cuz there's a, that is a it, the Michigan Bourbon Club is a very very active club. How many how many posts do you think go up a day? A lot. <laughs> yeah, a whole lot. It just depends on the Probably. day and the time. Um usually our busiest time is like Friday evening from yeah. like when everybody gets off work till you know late at night, yeah, yeah, um, till they but, can't type anymore, right? <laughs> what are you drinking? You know, I'd say on a good day, a busy day like not a Friday night or whatever, probably anywhere from ten to fifty right. posts. I was, I was, I was, I was saying about fifty posts a yeah, day. I yeah. was gonna say, which yeah. is you know what we're trying to do. We want to promote activity, and then the responses on top of it. Yep, and yeah. then all the comments on top. You yeah, know, yeah. we want it to be active. We want people to be engaged, and that was you know like you were saying, how do people get in and get the bottles? That's how you get on the list. You right. have to be active. We're sure. not saying a person that's not active doesn't deserve a bottle. Right. 
there, everybody should be able to drink anything they want. But if it's our bottle and our group and our names on it, we want the bottles to try and go to the people that help promote NBC and help keep it active and help keep it going. Because yeah. without people like that, then our group goes stagnant and we stop getting barrels. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So. And that's how we do it. You know, I think we talked about this before, to, the way we do it. We used to just open it up, and yeah. when the bottles were gone, they were gone, and then people were upset, like, hey, some guy that he, I've never seen his name just got a bottle over me, and I'm all about NBC. And we thought, you know what? You're right. right. So we open it up now for about an hour, hour and a half, depending on how long it takes to get, say, we have 150 bottles. If it takes more than an hour to get 150 names on the list, then, you know, obviously we'll, we'll leave it open, but leave it open however and say we get 300 names then we do a randomized list and the however many are available say there's only 100 available then those 100 people after they've been vetted that they are mm -hmm. actually an active person then those 100 people get the bottles so like on the maker's bottle however many there were people chimed in in that first hour you actually left it open for about two hours yeah about two two and a half hours and you still had seven bottles to yeah. go yeah we got and you kind of like you let a couple of people do doubles and stuff at that point yep. i think well, some bottles are just a little bit more sought out after yeah you know? so sure. some people jump on like the wellers and the and, sure. the, and the blanton barrels yep. really really quick and more of them will come in yeah uh and and something like maybe the elijah craig maybe the Mayor Pingree gets a little bit less play. Right, right. You know, that's why he does what he does. You yep. know? Um, yeah, because I, I don't have a bottle of Maker at home right now, and I, I wanted one. I'm like, well, you know, I know they picked one. I think I'll wait for the pick to come out to get one to bring mm -hmm. home. That that one is totally different yeah. from any Maker's market you've ever had. Yeah. Okay. You'll never right. have another and Maker's like it. Never. <laughs> You'll never have another Maker's like it. I'm so excited. Like I haven't picked it up yet. Is it's it, actually I, different than the one we had before. Can I pick I paid for it. Can I pick it up? No. no, not yet. Well, they're not here yet. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm like, did I? Did I? Am I missing a, a no. piece? Tony did one last year, though. Turned around really quick, and yeah. it's here. Well, that's because we bottled yep. it yep. the yep. day we picked it. Yeah. Yep. And then okay. it, the, the reason why it took so long is because it had to go through the uh, Michigan, the liquor control right, right. to get here. Right. Right. Yeah. So it went to the wholesaler, and the wholesaler had to send it to me. Right. Right. In order for it to be one hundred percent legit. I got a van outside. <laughs> right. I can, I can load it up. That's what we tried. Believe me. Yeah. I was like, can we just load these boxes? The in makers. Yeah. The maker's mark is not Smokey, here. Smokey, meat bandit. How my, you doing? My dad. My dad's an TV repairman. He's got an awesome toolbox. Yeah. I can fix it. <laughs> Fast times. Never mind. <laughs> I want to really say something about uh, my recent trip to. Up north? Is it up north? Oh, you guys went up north? Uh, so I went to Torch Lake this uh, last couple of days. It was beautiful up there for yeah, you. Yeah, it was gorgeous. I We got so lucky. I might even have a little, you know, I call it red lobster shirt. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sunburn there going? Farmer yeah, tan going. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I visited Mammoth Distillery. Um, okay. You know, I, I had the pleasure to hang out with the owner for a minute. Um, uh and it, 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 it was great. They have uh, they have a mammoth ten year old that's on my shelf right now. Okay. Um, it 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 doesn't it does not come from their distillate own distillate. It comes from uh, George Dickel, as uh, so it's um it's a ten year old bourbon, um that I think is very damn good. Okay. Uh, at fifty bucks. Hmm. Um, you know, um, I visited them. Then I went to a couple of their um. Uh, what they call cocktail uh, thing. It was it was great times, you know. Um, Torch so, Lake is awesome. Yeah. So the Mammoth Distillery is in Torch Lake. It is. 
I don't know if their address is Torch Lake. Okay. But it's like it's literally close. two five minutes car ride from cool. Torch Lake. All right. Yeah. So you, but the you, owner you, of the company lives on Torch Lake. All right. And so you did did you tour the distillery and all that? Yes, stuff? I did do, tour the distillery. Yeah. They're working on you know they have vodka, vodka and gin right. right now that they're selling. They're also distilling uh, 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 bourbon, mm-hmm. uh, but they're they're still young. So mm-hmm. um, the the the, uh, the 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 whole distillery uh, it was part of it with. It was in Ann Arbor. The Stull House was in Ann Arbor, mm. and they just recently moved to up north to okay. Torch by Torch Lake. So they're working on some some really exciting stuff. Uh, he invited me to come over to um, talk about you know look at over the distillery, uh, see what uh, brands you know he has, and um, you know I tasted a bunch of stuff at the distillery. So I was actually working when I was on vacation. Yeah, uh, but it was fun. It was fun you know? work, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I loved it. We had a good time, and we talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about how to market it. Uh, the bottles, is, you know, I mean, what he has right now is it's legit. I have not tasted anything young that he has been distilling yet. Um, you know, uh, but we're, the youngest we're working. you tasted was ten year. Well, that's what we're selling over here. Okay. So, so he has a 10-year, and then he has like a, a four-year. Mm-hmm. But uh, the four-year, I think, might be his distillate. Um, uh, b- but it's a four-year whiskey. Mm-hmm. It's not a four-year bourbon. Um, but the 10-year bourbon is really, really good at 50 bucks. Nice. You know. So check that out. Yeah, It's not a barrel strength. So I gave him all the criteria that he needs to do. Yeah, okay. Barrel strength. Unchilled, filtered. That's what you need to do. And you'll sell it to the junkies. <laughs> you'll sell you. You'll hit the you bourbon junkies the, with that one. You want the ten percent or you want the ninety percent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and if it's if it, if it's a you know a more limited run, and you want to charge a premium for it, so that that's the people to market towards. So only uh, if it's good. Yeah, and, yeah. and only if it's good. Yeah, and if it's good. Yeah. That's Speaking good. of good. What do we uh, got? We, Pingree. We actually, Pingree. You guys just had a new bottle come how out. Long, how long have they been doing? Do you know how long they've been doing? Um, is that is this is this a whiskey or is it a bourbon? This is bourbon, a bourbon for okay, sure. Okay, they're calling it a bourbon. Straight right. bourbon whiskey. Straight yeah. bourbon whiskey. All right. So the difference between straight bourbon whiskey and Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, yeah. that's a new uh, uh, thing for bourbon. So you can know where it came from. So sure. if it says straight bourbon whiskey, it can come from anywhere in the United States. Mm-hmm. If it says straight Kentucky bourbon, like then you know it mm-hmm. came exactly from Kentucky. Kentucky. Straight bourbon whiskey in that that's one. that's how you read this the is, labels. Right, right. This is from okay. And, so Pingree, the Valentine Mayor uh, Pingree, Mayor yeah. Pingree. Yeah. I have, I, and I, it's I have a piece of Pingree history at my house. Yeah, yeah. yeah my house was built in eighteen thirty-two, uh, wow. but we were yeah we were built, we were at an estate sale and. Uh, it, it was it was funny. There was a, it was right behind the stag. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> they your house was right behind the they, stag. No, no. <laughs> they, uh, we were at we were at a state sale, and uh, they're like, yeah, there's some things here that we brought from our last sale that are here, and they're labeled, uh, and it was from the Pingri. It was always like a child of a child uh, of the Pingree estate. Okay. Um, but it's a fire grate. Uh, and it came from the Pingree Estates. <laughs> so, but yeah, because he was mayor of Detroit and governor of Michigan at the same time. 
I did not know that. Yeah, so that's who that cat is. He was mayor of Detroit and uh, governor of Michigan uh, at the same time. Talk about shenanigans. You thought Kwame was corrupt. <laughs> Holy crap. What kind, of, what kind of stuff was he pulling? Not a lot of people uh, know who Mayor Pingree is. Yeah. No, they yeah, yeah including yeah. me. An early, I, very I early mayor of Detroit. Yeah. 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 Oh, really? Yeah, an early, yeah. early Detroit mayor. Uh, and then, because I think the, it was the capital was in Detroit at the same time, and then uh, he was governor and mayor at the Do same time. Do you know time. the year? No. My wife would know. My wife, yeah. when I told her the name of this bourbon, she told me all about Mayor Pingree. Wow, She's yeah. a big history buff, and <laughs> wow. she loves Detroit, so she knew all about it. Well, I, 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 I jest when I say he was corrupt because you know, we've had some pretty freaked out mayors in yeah, the city. We have. Well, one truly, genuinely, absolutely corrupt, and then the rest just kind of weird in their own, in their own right. You got to be weird to go into politics um, to just put your life under a microscope and then to do that to yourself. But yeah, so he was he was, but he was governor and mayor. So I don't know if he had, had to abdicate. His mayorship, while he was governor or not, but uh, at one point he was both. Yeah, for a little well, bit. Oh, go ahead, go. On. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at it. So but from <laughs> Valentine Vodka, um, yes, the distilleries. So, uh, now, is this all so done this in Ferndale? This used to be called Woodward. Okay. Woodward. This w- this bourbon. used to be called Woodward. Okay. Bourbon. And is okay. it like too close to Woodford? And everybody's like, what? No, I, I think it might have to do something with the name infringement. Na- name or infringement. Uh, okay. Yeah. Maybe. Right. So yeah. they had to go to Mayor, P- uh, Mayor Pingree. So it is an MGP product from Indiana. It's 11 years, 11 months. Um, so the barrels actually did not were not distilled. At the facility. That's okay. So they bought out barrels. That was my uh, question. Yeah. yeah. So there, there, there is a lot of that stuff happen. Sure. Um, you know, a lot of smaller distilleries cannot handle the distill or not know how to distill very well. Sure, sure. So they start out or they begin. Sure. They usually buy barrels from right. uh, already legit, or not legit, but already distilling companies okay you know uh mgp happens to be one of the largest one in the united States to distill product and sell for years they've been they've been doing this where they would distill mm-hmm. and and they still they sell already distill product either uh as white dog and then you take it to your distillery and you you finish it in your barrels oh. or you just buy a, a finished product at you know you come in and taste barrels and you you know you just buy barrels so they 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 literally uh, you know uh, put the barrels on a on a pallet mm-hmm. send them to your distillery your di- you know you take them you leave them a little bit longer mm-hmm. and then you do whatever you want to do with them you sell them however you want to yeah. water them down you want to sell them at like 90 a, proof sell them at barrel like proof like build a suit or for sale by mm-hmm. owner almost right, ba- right. basically yeah. i mean yep. you know that's so, exactly what happens rewind know. a second to uh, white dog mm-hmm. okay <clears throat> what is white dog so white dog is a it's a clear Distilled spirits. That's like the moonshine, right? Yeah. Basically. So, yeah. so, it, but it basically, you put the moonshine in the barrels to age, and it becomes bourbon. it becomes bourbon. Okay, Correct. fair play. So, so everything is white, as you see yeah, yeah. on this table. Yep, yep. Everything is dark, but everything starts out as water. Right, right. Um, you know, and and it's that's called a white dog. 
Okay. White that's dog. What, that's is, what I thought, but yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't sure. I'm like, we just said white dog. I'm absolutely intrigued. Let's get back here. They sell that like a buffalo trace. Even I think you have white dog, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, and they sell a white dog. Yeah, yeah. they sell the white dog. So a lot of people, uh, if they want to get into some experiments, you can buy the smaller three or three five gallon barrels that have a char on them already, but they're brand new, and they pour white dog in, see what happens. Oh wow. Okay. So the smaller the barrel the quicker the turnaround of aging. Okay. I think okay. somebody saw your post. Because yeah, I think somebody's here to pick up a bottle. Because yeah. what happens is your your contact with the wood is a lot greater. Right, The right. bigger the barrel, you have less contact sure. with, with the wood. So you need more aging time. Yeah. That's that's why a lot of times when people do the, um, the what they do with... With a, with a white dog in their house, it, it could take like three to five months. And you, I, I'm not going to say it's going to taste like anything we have here. Yeah, sure. Because otherwise they would be doing it like this. Sure, yeah, the 53-gallon sure. barrel has to be by far like the best of scientifically aging barrels. Gotcha. You know, the three the three liter, the five liter, uh, the twenty liter uh, yeah, barrels, they they just they will they just intend to be more oaky, you know, at times. Okay, and and a lot of times they say, oh, well, I'll leave it for five years. Well, you're not going to be able to drink that. Right. It's just going to taste like just oak. like oak. like oak, yeah. like you're, oh, okay. you're sucking on a if it's a still tree there. Most of the time, right. it's evaporated. It's because gone. white dog is pretty much water. It's going to yeah. evaporate over a period of time. Yeah. Well. No. Not just evaporate, no, not an evaporation part. But what you're gonna do is what's gonna happen when you have a smaller barrel, right? You you have you have this kind of liquid touching the wood, mm-hmm. okay. right? If you have this much barrel, then this Less. much of the wood is touching the barrel. Gotcha. Okay. If you have a this much barrel. The sponge of it is, yeah. So, so it's gonna pick up different stuff. The smaller the barrel, the more touching the barrel, it's gonna create. It's gonna take more of the wood. So you really want to age them really, really less time. Okay. 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 And usually people do taste tests. You don't just leave it in there and forget about it for three months. You go back every week or whatever, five six days and check it out. Right. Pour a little sample and be like, nah, it's not ready yet. And then you get to a point where you're like, oh, it's getting close. Mm. And then you could overshoot it sure. or, you know, get it just right. And that's how the color really turns from okay. the barrels. You okay, know. fair enough. The color technically, well, 100% comes exactly from the barrel is the char. When they do the char um, is is makes the makes the bourbon go <laughs> this color. And the 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 if it's watered down, it's going to. Mm-hmm. Look a little bit lighter, like kind uh, of more the Elijah, right? It's gonna look like that, right. a little bit darker. Yeah, see, because the Pingree Farms actually is. I said Pingree Farms. Sorry, Mary Pingree is is a little bit darker than what than what the Woodford or the Elijah Craig is. Yeah, it's but that's not necessarily the barrel, that. Like, literally straight yeah. from the barrel. So even yeah. though those, you can see barrel char in the bottom. Mm-hmm. If you hold it up, you yeah. can see little pieces in the bottom, and that's the barrel. Oh yeah. Okay. And actually, when we poured the barrel out into the big vat before we put it in the bottles, there was a filter to catch all the chunks, mm-hmm. well, some of the chunks, and it was all wood and stuff. And uh, one of the guys that was with us, Travis, actually kept it and uh, used it in his smoker. 
Uh, wow. And made some ribs. I, I thought think you were going to say his potpourri machine <laughs> in the living room. No. That'd be good, too. <laughs> I wouldn't even smell that <laughs> bourbon. His oh, wife's like, how the hell did you put in my potpourri? Right. <laughs> Bourbon. <laughs> Bourbon. Bourbon. Yeah. So yeah. this is aged 11 years is what it's telling us on years, here. According months. to Dolly 11, on the back, 11. it's 11-11. 11-11. Make a sure. wish, baby. All right. So, Yo, and, 11. But this comes from uh, Indiana, you said? In yeah, Illinois? MGP, MGP from Indiana. Indiana? Yes. All right. And then they just do the finishing of it. and They uh, really don't do any finishing no. on this one. Oh, okay. They just bought the barrels, at left nine, them in their house. Yep. They got this barrel at nine years old, he told me. Okay. So the barrel came to Michigan to Valentine's facility at nine years old. So it's been two years and 11 months. It's sat wherever they decided to put it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And they were all the same. It was the same batch of barrels because we got to choose from what? Seven or eight barrels yeah. that day? Wow. Seven barrels. Yeah. And okay. they were all the same. 11 years, 11 months. And they all had ladies' names. They too, did. Right? They all had ladies' names. <laughs> but you went with Jolene. We, we chose Jolene. Jolene. And there's, blind- a, there's a nice Dolly Parton caricature on here. <laughs> we blindedly tested her. Yeah, we blind tested her. Yeah, you blinded it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, came, you came up with Jolene. I, right. I love that. Sharona came in second. That was my Sharona, was it? They were, they, yeah, was they were. They were all ladies. And they were all song names. Yep. They're all girl. They're all ladies' names and from I never, songs. No, I never remember her. Yeah. No. <laughs> I do you not can't really have a lady's name without having a song named after it, though, can of course you? Not. I mean. Yeah. All right. So that's what's in the glass right now. So, I, haven't, I haven't gone there yet. You haven't gone there yet? Go there. No, I had I've, some I've got... I had some pingree. Um that's why I was curious how long they've been doing it, because I think it was about two years ago. Um I made my wife Colleen go down to the Valentine because they're they're doing bourbon. I, I want to taste it. I go. I don't know if I want to buy the bottle because if I hate it, you know, I'm not. I don't. You know, God damn! I just bought a sixty dollar, fifty dollar bottle. Hundred dollars. You know. Yeah. You know. Ah, dang it. You know. Um, let's go and taste it. And uh, I I liked it. I liked what they had. Just the the shelf one. It was it was all right. It was good. You know. It wasn't it wasn't like oh damn I'm gonna go get a bottle. Yeah. It was good. I'm like I'm glad I had it here. If it's somewhere, I might get it. Right. Um. It was all right. But now they had at their tasting room, right? Because they have a little tasting room in Ferndale, which is just a riot if you ever go to. It's it's such a quaint place. Um. It, they had a, 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 a apple cider infused. Pingree. Um, and it was like, and, and Colleen got that. And she asked the girl to warm it up. And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, put it in a glass, put it in the microwave, and nuke it for like 30 seconds for me. And the girl's like, what? She's like, warm it up. You know, I want it warm. And she had no, and so she did it and she came back with it and it was so aromatic. Yeah. It was like, it, it smelled, and Colleen was like, it was like, he was eating hot apple pie and it was so good. And I was like, drinking my just straight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I might get one of those, yeah. <laughs> and like all everybody around us was like, "Oh my god, what is that? What is that? What is that?" Right? And they're like, "If she goes, it's just the that." But I made her warm it up, and and so like three girls around us ordered it, uh, and then I got one too because I'm a girl drink drunk. So <laughs> put a put an umbrella thanks in for, it. And, thanks, uh, thanks for that, Jamie. Because I was I was going to call you out on that. Myself. I'm a girl. I'm a girl <laughs> drink drunk. <laughs> put an umbrella in it. I'm all about it. Yeah. But. Uh, so yeah, so doing yeah. That's why sometimes when I'm drinking the bourbon, she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, I, "I'm not just a girl drink drunk. <laughs> I like my Cosmo. Don't get me wrong." Again, apple. I was gonna call you out, but You're thanks apple for that. Man. I like my uh, I like my Cosmo, but uh, you know, um, but yeah, I'll I'll do that too. But this the smell is different than. So the, this is Ancho filtered. 
Right. Okay. You know, uh, it's literally, it we just took ch- the chunks out of the barrel. So he, um, uh, Justin, right? Yep. Justin picked up the barrel, put it on the high, on the forklift. Okay. We turned it, we took the bung off of it. We turned it around. He had a little charcoal collector on the end of it. And then it went on the, on the, on another barrel, right? Mm. It went into a big uh, aluminum aluminum tank. So they had a catcher so in the top just, that filtered yeah. out the big chunks. Yeah. Right, right. So we, we caught, we caught all the chunks off of the, you know, the charcoal that come, falls off from the barrel. And then, and then we collected it. So there was non chilled filtered. Non chilled filtered meaning is not gone do any through filtering. Okay. There's no charcoal filter mm-hmm. for about two to three weeks. And you see nothing, you know. You never touched it, and once you take the bottle out and you you shake, shake it, it like this, you'll see a white wo- y- yolks that run around the bar- the bottle. Oh, hmm. okay. Uh, that's all the 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 fatty acids that that cr- gets created when the bourbon happens if it's not chill filtered. Mm-hmm. That's why most companies chill filter their product so the consumers the do not see that. Uh, but the crazy people like me and Patrick, mm-hmm. we'd love to see that. I want to see it. <laughs> yeah. I want the chunks in I my bottle. I want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Natural. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's It's like full. It's, it's really a very full. Very full. It yeah. fills my head. And that's yeah. definitely fills. a, a yeah, characteristic. Of yeah. Like no no chill filters. Yeah. So it's, 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 a, it's a great bottle. Um you know, I, I just love drinking it. I, I'm a, I'm a neat guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you throw, you know, maybe two, maybe a scoop of ice, just one cube of ice, in here, and it'll probably open up a little bit more. Uh, I'm a neat guy, so I don't do that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I like to drink my whiskey just like the way yeah. it comes out. Yeah, and some yeah, people you know? can't do the hundred and what is this? Super high, fifty nine point five. So okay, hundred eighteen, hundred nineteen. Proof, you know. No, sometimes that, 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 that must be the fullness I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sometimes that's a little yeah. hot, too hot for people, which is nah. fine. But if it you is, add it's, it's some got drops of water or, a, like yeah. Tony said, an ice cube, it'll definitely change. And you know, it, it, it's definitely different. Every time you water down your alcohol, it's going to taste different. Yeah. Oh, Every yeah. time. I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but anytime I try something new, I, I do add anything. I don't add anything anything to it. I'll do it neat first, and if I have to. Then I'll add an ice cube or a couple drops of water. No, it's but not about you have to. It's just it just will me change the That's taste. That's just me personally. I, I want to taste it right out of the bottle like you, Tony, because right. I, I want to get what it's supposed to do. But then I'll you know do what I need to do to make it good for me. Right. That, that's it's all about, about what you like. Yeah, yeah. That's what I love about any bourbon is that you make it your own. Yeah. After a certain point. Right. You know, I want to I want to know what they're actually trying to go after. But then if I want to continue to enjoy it. Then I'll start to add something to it. Right. Water. We were at the the or whiskey. We were at whiskey business, and we were talking to the guy from Tandu. Was Tandu, it? It was Tandu. Tandu. Yeah. Tandu. yeah. Um, that's more Scotch, right? Those were more of the Scotch. It was more of a Scotch. Yes. Yeah. Out of Arizona, he, and, he was from Arizona. And uh, yeah, but they, they were Scott. They were from they were from Scotland, and because uh, he had a kilt on, which was great. Nice. Uh, but he, he brought us over. We tried like three. <laughs> He wrecked us. We we were partying hard, but he wrecked us. And uh, um, well, we tried them all straight. And then he had a water bottle. And he just he just took a like a, a pin and just poked a hole in the top of the water bottle. 
And uh, when you do that, you can pour just like a drop. And you just put one drop in. Just went and try it again. Taste it different. You go, put it three up. drops in. Two, two, two. Try it again. Taste it different again. Mm-hmm. It was it was fun. It was a real fun project. It was a, it was a nice tasting experience, right? You know, with it, with that product, with the yeah. tandu. It was it was. Yeah, he wrecked us. But yeah, 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 yeah. But do you remember just anything one else? ice cube? <laughs> when I'm when I'm at home, I usually because I just bought from the store. I got the the. The ball uh-huh. ice cube maker, yeah, yeah. Um, and I have like some of the big square ice the cube makers. So yeah, I'll do I'll do like a just one just because it's like I'm gonna sit here and watch TV. The movie's gonna I'm, I can go through that pretty quickly. Yep. <laughs> I want to make it last, right? right so right. Because right. I don't want to I don't get too ripped every night. So I'll do like one nice pour and one big ice cube in it and let it water it down and enjoy it through the night. Yeah. That's the reason why you use the big balls. Yeah, the big they ball. Yeah, they melt slowly. They give you the chill effect mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. putting too much water into yeah, your right. two ounce or three ounce pour. Yeah, but that never happens with me and Patrick because <laughs> we have a, like a ten ounce pour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so when we get home, we don't leave very quickly. No. <laughs> so this this Jolene. Um, so these were all this. Now this was a bottle that was just available to Michigan Bourbon Club, right? There, are there any on the shelf here at the uh, at the wine garden? They might be like twenty bottles. Okay. Okay. For, for fa- friends and family, you got to know. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Ask for Tony. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, you know, when you're dealing with 113 bottles and 70 of them are sold, yeah, yeah. you really don't have you're much just, to, right. yeah, you know, to you know. But in, in stuff like that, I like to keep on hand. Yeah, you know, a good customer stops by and says, "Hey, Tony, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, you know, I, I've been in here. I bought." Multiple stuff, and I haven't had that. I've, I've been hearing about it. I'm able to hook them up, you know, as part of the camaraderie, you know, it's part of that being part of the customer of the wine garden, you know. So when we're here, and again, the wine garden is in St. Clair Shores. We're on um, Harper, south of nine, north of eight, Vernier, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, um, right. Right by Wally's Custards. I always tell people Wally's is next to me, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sandwiched between right by, uh, Gilbert's. Wally's and Gilbert's. Right, right. You know. So not a bad destination to, to pick up a, a couple of bottles. Not at all. So, man, that was nice. Yep. Jolene, I'm actually going to ask you, because uh, my, my mother is actually getting married this weekend. We're moving over to wine, Tony. Yes, we're, we're at the wine, wine garden. for a second. Perfect. Let's, go to, let's go to wine. It's right. in the name. He might know something yeah. about I, it. If you do. Because Dick so, wasn't here. There was another gray-haired gentleman there. I go, is your name Dick? Do they look alike at all, or am I just... No. No? <laughs> no. no. Really? No. no, no. Do they, they both have gray hair? Yeah. Okay. All right. So if I you're would, look, I not do well. Yeah. If you're looking for like a <laughs> gift for, okay. for a wedding or what have you, for a bride and groom, what would be a good wine to get for them? Wait, because they both like their own wines. One one is a red person, one's a white person. So that sounded racist. Give yeah. them a, give them a little right? rose. Look at them a little rosé in a box. Get a rosé in a box. There you go. But um, you know, I want to get them a, a. They don't know this, but I'm getting them wine because they are both wine folks. Okay, yeah. so why are they getting married at a wine, winery? Too, wine, so. wine is uh, wine is a a lot more difficult than you think than it is than than bourbon. Because now you're talking about regions. Sure. You're talking about varietals. Mm-hmm. Um, everything changes. Mm-hmm. So if you have a Cabernet grape that's grown in France mm-hmm. or growing in Spain mm-hmm. or growing in Argentina or growing in California, Napa Valley, or growing in Sonoma County or growing in 
it's it's all gonna act all differently. Gonna act. Okay. The grape is gonna taste different. Is gonna act different. Okay. You know. Um, so to that to that thing is um, the salesman part of me would tell you you should get two bottles, a, a white wine and a red one. And that that was actually my plan was to get one of each, yeah. just so yeah. they can do what they're gonna do. But yeah. you know, I, I'm a huge red wine guy, and okay. I and I love a what, good, I love what? a good Beaujolais. Okay. So okay, um, that's so where that's I go a, for my own red wine. So if okay. I was to you know kind of turn someone on to it, would that be a good good thing to go to? Well, if you want Beaujolais, I mean, you got to go to France. You know, okay. um, you know, but if if it's white, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I don't know if they like Sauvignon Blanc yeah, or Pinot it. Grigio. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna go with a Pinot Grigio, I highly recommend you go from a Pinot Grigio from Italy. Mm-hmm. If you go for Sauvignon Blanc, for instance, mm-hmm. it's two regions. You go either to uh, Old World from France, mm-hmm. or if you you can go to. Uh, um, and New Zealand, mm-hmm. Sauvignon Blanc, where they're totally different wines. Okay, okay. Um, so that that's that's how you really got to shop your, you know, okay. you got you got to fall in love with 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 the varietal where it comes from. Okay, it's totally different than bourbon. Okay, fair it's enough. It's totally different than bourbon because the grape acts differently anywhere you grow it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can grow tomatoes in different part of the countries, mm-hmm. you know, different part of the world, and they're gonna taste different. Sure, that's how the grape is. How what the soil is, mm-hmm. what the weather is, how much sun they get. It all plays into it. You know, it just like a good all, cigar, right? <laughs> just like pretty much, yeah, yeah. Cigar, you know, you, yeah, same thing. You mm-hmm. can get uh, the same uh, uh, wrapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can grow it into Connecticut. You can grow it in Brazil. You can grow it in Nicaragua, mm-hmm. and they're all going to de- taste different. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, we can sidebar after we're done here. Yeah. Because I'm actually going to come over and pick I'm going to pick a couple of bottles. Absolutely. Out. So the yeah. new uh, the new hotness, according to my wife, is the unoaked Chardonnay. Have you had that yet? Have oh, you seen that? So they don't they don't Chardonnay? they don't uh, age it in a stainless barrel. Steel. So it's just oh, tanked in a stainless steel. And huh, actually, uh, I don't like Chardonnay normally, but the unoaked Chardonnay is really good. All right. Okay. There's a lot of Michigan wineries that are doing I was going to say, because like, a lot of the, the Traverse City wineries, yep. they, they work out of stainless steel. Yeah, my yeah. wife's best friend lives up there, and we visit a lot. She lives right yeah. by Bowers Harbor, which is or it's amazing. It's probably the best winery up there. It's the one with opinion. the dogs on yep. that. All the dogs, so the, and they the actually labels, are yeah. one of the only ones up there, in my opinion, that have I good. I should want to visit them. This yeah, I was so close. They have good red wine, Road which trip. is a really hard thing to come by in Michigan. They do well. They say because it's uh, it's Italy, right? Oh, Italy wine, Italy. That's the place, right? But uh, Michigan falls on the forty second parallel up there in the same latitude, and they say that's that's part of the, the charm of Italy. Well, that runs through Michigan up in the Traverse area, right. and so. That's what, but what, Italy gets red, a little warmer than yes, the yeah, Traverse. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You need yeah. you need warmth. Oh, for sure. You need you need warm for grapes to create sure. acid. Yes, right. acidity level is very 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 important in mm. any grape. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you ever go and pair a, a wine with food, mm-hmm. it must have to have a lot of acidity. If it's too sweet, it's going to flop in, in front of a food. Right. Um, so. These the the higher the acidity level of the grape, mm-hmm. the better it is to pair with wine, uh, with food. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for that. There you Appreciate are. It. Yeah, we're, you and I are going to sidebar a little we're bit. Gonna, 
Absolutely. <laughs> we, we have all these sidebars for after the, <laughs> after the show. Yeah. Um, all right, so there's another bottle. Patrick, you pulled this one uh, out of the back you of the car. You actually went out to your car to get Yeah, this. I brought this yeah. along with me because it's one of the... It's a very My popular favorite. bottle, and uh, it's really good. It was sitting <laughs> behind some bottles because I didn't want to bring it out because this is a batch. I don't know what batch it is, but they change so frequently. This isn't available anymore, the 129.5, and this is one of the favorite ones I've ever had, of the Stag Junior anyway, because when they change batches, the proofs change. Okay. And they, you know, it's different barrels, it's a different mixture, it's different, different altogether. So this is one of my favorite ones, so I figured I'd bring it and share it. Stag so, Junior. Now, Stag Junior. That's uh, is that a Buffalo Trace? Buffalo uh, Trace family? product. Yep. Yep. Um, that's a little brother to the George T. Stag, which okay. is a BTAC collection bottle, right. which normally is a much higher proof. Right. Um, up until last year, what was last year's one twenty nine five? I think actually, which is odd. Odd that the same proof, but but it's aged longer. Yeah, least. age difference is hmm. makes a difference. Yeah. But um, yeah, this is probably about I say a four to six year. Okay. Yeah, um, that's about right. Uh, age, uh, you know, still at barrel proof. It is char- uh, it is uh, filtered, um, but the bigger brother is a stag. That's mm-hmm. why this was junior. junior. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that one, <laughs> that one is about nine years old. Yeah, I think it's a so, nine-year-old bottle. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, but every time they do the batch. It depends on how many bottle the barrels they put together. Right. They test them out and see what the batch num- uh, test is, what the proof is. <laughs> That's why they put the proof on them right. as they do the batch. That's how you tell the batch what batch it comes from is by the proof. So I was listening to because uh, I listened to I'm a podcast junkie. Besides doing four of them myself, <laughs> I, I listened to other ones too. And I was listening to another one about bourbon, and they talked about a, an event they went to, and they pulled out ten barrels, and three of the barrels were empty. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. And they were they were like going to do a tasting, and it's like, oh, it's empty. Yeah. <laughs> there is. Uh, it happens. Well, not empty, nothing. but close to empty. Yeah. It was, you know? there, was, I mean, there was nothing to do. And if they so. if they leak. Yeah. If they leak or they evaporate a yeah, lot, right. if they're older and they've ev- evaporated, you're not going to get much. Yeah. You really, you know, I yeah, mean, that's... So it, yeah, it's, it's, it was interesting that, that, you know, you talk about the angel the, share and it's yeah, like... The barrel proof, un, unchilled, filtered, mm-hmm. is going to be very low the higher you go in the years. I mean, once you hit 15 years... You may not find anything in that barrel, right? right. Okay, empty. that's why a that lot of stuff empty becomes very expensive because someone has got to pay for that full barrel that was full sure. at one time because they're right. getting taxed right. on that barrel, whether it's full or whether that's it's empty. Right. Sure. That's that's the thing; they're the being taxed time. on their warehouse of the number of barrels. They get taxed for every year that yeah, that bar- that whiskey is in there. Yep, right. yeah. And when they're done, they get taxed on top of that. America. how many bottles they get, and then when they <laughs> come to Michigan. They get taxed Text about again. that, mm-hmm. uh, and, and then when we when we charge you, there's a six percent tax. So we could be drinking. <laughs> so this could be like a ten dollar bottle. If we really revolted factory. right now, we now could, it's a sixty dollar bottle. We could we could be drinking for free. Yeah, really. Right. But, uh, yeah. All right, may I? Yeah, absolutely. I brought it to drink. Help yourself. <laughs> right on. I'm still working on the Valentine. It is my favorite bottle, by the way. Yeah, uh, I, lo- I love Stock Junior. Uh, don't laugh when you drink it. Because if it goes to the wrong pipe, you will be burned for a while. Oh, wait a minute. We I'm got good. a camera. Yes. I'm okay. good for a giggle here. Tony ruined himself <laughs> one day. 
the hell out. It was kind of funny when we came up here, and I think I had a bottle or I bought a bottle from him or something and cracked it open. And I'm like, let's have a drink. He's like, great. It's my first drink of the day. And it went Ooh. down the wrong pipe Ooh. at 130 proof. Ooh. It just ruined your palate. You can't have another drink for the rest yeah. of the day. It, it took me two days to recover from well, you that. you can. <laughs> it just hurts. It burns. You're just not going to. All right. So this is my first time having a Stag Junior. Yeah, it's good. It's right. very good. I love Stag Junior. Oh, there you go. Sorry, put the top uh, back on. It's my second time. Is this your second one of the day? Today? No, not today. I haven't <laughs> had any. Uh, That's why it's nice like, to warm up. Woo. That's why we started low. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You, you See, and you had you a You start here, and what, you're going to. What's the what's the proof on this again? 129.5. 129.5. All, right. All right. So 64 point whatever Actually, the, the, the initial sniff. 4.75. The, the initial sniff wasn't all that bad. It mm-hmm. was it wasn't as strong as the Elijah Craig sniff. Because mm-hmm. huh. we worked you up to it. That's right. That was your first sniff of the day. Right. right. When you when you sniff, yeah. A lot of times you get an alcohol. Yeah. Right. If if you you must sniff with your mouth open. Right. Because that way it goes through. Yeah. And it goes throughout. Uh, you know. And actually, yeah. That's and a big you, difference. When you taste, you must exhale. As you're sipping. Yeah, no, you must swallow, and swallow it and blow out so that way you can get all the flavors. Because you You'll need to get the alcohol. the alcohol out and leave the flavors in. So you sniff with your mouth open, you drink, you swallow. Wow, that is a definite difference. And then blow out. And blow out. That is a definite difference. When you do that, you're actually tasting nothing but flavor now. Right. Because you, was... you let all the alcohol go away out of your... Right. Your your mouth. Yep. Um, that's how you you find out the flavors. That's definitely different. Because I, I don't only... I don't practice that normally. So yeah. that, that yep. that's very. Different. The more you practice that, the better you will get with it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Jamie. Yeah. Well. Cheers, cheers fellas. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. <laughs> God, this is good stuff. Cheers. Yeah. Right on. Swallow. Excel. That's really smooth. Yeah. That's really good. Because if you trap that, it's yeah. going to be really, That's really be alcohol. Really spicy. Hard. It's really spicy. Yeah. yeah. It's got still some, you still have you some spices. A little bit, but tingles. Yeah, back not as tongue. much as what, what I've been, well, stepping up to it. Nope. Yeah. Huh. If nope. you drank that the first thing in the morning, <laughs> you're not going to be able to drink enough. <laughs> these are going to taste yeah, like nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe you'll get some pear, pingree yeah, because yeah, of the proof. Yeah. But these two would be worthless to even yeah. drink. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You won't taste Unless you're anything. just trying to get drunk. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It's funny. The uh, very first time I met um, our other admin, Travis Justin, um, in person, it's kind of funny. He joined the group, and we ended up talking through PM, just shooting the shit, and I found out he lived down the street. Uh. He, he loves bourbon, and it's like the whole uh, stepbrothers thing. Like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> Are yes, we? I asked yeah. him, I think. I said, Are we going to do karate in the garage? And he's like, yep. So anyway, I go over, and he's got a kick-ass bar. I mean, his bar is I love awesome. It. He did build it all himself. He's a really good woodworker or carpenter. I don't know what he would yeah, be. It's a woodworker. Yeah, woodworking. Yeah. yeah. So I go over there, and of course, you know, when somebody comes to your house, you want to just be like, show them the best stuff you got, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Especially if it's all about bourbon. So 
for some reason I agreed to it and I, we still talk about it to this day like why did I even agree to it but the very first drink we had together was uh the 2016 stag which is 144.1 proof <laughs> first drink very first drink and then we we're trying to get together that night and just have a bunch of drinks together sure, sure. and it's like well it's, the rest yeah. of the drinks are kind of pointless now <laughs> yeah so honestly it's kind of definitely burning your pilot yeah we, yeah. we burnt Burn. our pilot and you know he's trying to you know show off which all of us do you know it's like here to have some stag you know everybody loves it yeah and i would have done the same thing too but it's like after we start drinking and i'm like we probably should have started off with something 90 proof and had this (laughs) at the end of the night you know yeah see you learn yeah that's a learning experience for you but we still laugh about it like remember when we did that (laughs) yep sure do (laughs) it's funny both of our wives had a talk with us before we like before i went over to his house and his wife's like you're letting a stranger in his, in our house? Like, what if he's a murderer? And my wife's like, what if you go over there and he ties you up and puts you in a suitcase like the gimp? <laughs> you know? As long as he's I'm got like, It's not going to happen. We're just going to drink. Yeah, Travis. <laughs> and then you roll in here an imposing guy, right? right? You got a crazy beard, tattoos. Right. I was, that's like, what I told I her. I'm like, we're all going to die. <laughs> I, I can handle myself. She's like, no. I can't believe you're doing this. <laughs> Who's Zed? Yeah, right. <laughs> Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. <laughs> So, but yeah, funny. great flavor. This is the same mash bill of Buffalo Trace. Okay. So for the people that want to know, um, <laughs> if Buffalo Trace yes. had balls, uh, mash bill. this is mash basically bill Buffalo one, right? Trace. Yeah. Yeah. Mash bill number one, right? Stag yeah. Junior. Mash bill number one, right? Um, which is also Buffalo Trace, which is Eagle Rare. Yep. Stag. stag. Regular stag. Yep. Okay. So they all come from the mash same mash bill. So the the, the product that put in together uh, as far as how much corn, how much rye, how much we, uh, uh, malted barley is all the same. They never get labeled what they're going to be nope. until they go out and pick them as they want them. Until they taste them. them. So if they taste like our Eagle Rare the, uh, profile, profile, they will become an Eagle Rare barrel. If they taste like uh, a Buffalo Trace, then they become as a Buffalo Trace. All they do to that is they water it down. They put the water. So this is uh, 129 proof. Mm-hmm. Eagle Rare is 90 proof. Yeah. So they water it down to 90 proof. This becomes Eagle Rare. Right. So that's what they're that's saying. Right. One of my friends who's got a much more advanced palate than I yeah. told me, he said, this is barrel proof Eagle Rare. Okay. They just bottled this as Stag Junior, okay. which yeah. they do. Yeah. So and you know and they and sure. you talk when we talk to the people down there while we're tasting barrels, you taste when we like when we just picked our Buffalo Trace a couple months back. Mm-hmm. You're tasting it. And you're like thinking to yourself, "This tastes like Stag Junior." And they look at the lady and you say that out loud, and she looks at you like, "Cause it is. Cause <laughs> that's what it is. Cause that's what Stag Junior is. You know, it's <laughs> just it's." non-watered down buffalo trace mashville number one and as tony said you know they don't they don't say it's george uh, stag jr or buffalo trace until the experts taste it Mm -hmm. and get the taste profile and a lot of that has to do with location like a lot of times you'll find Ah. all the eagle rares are together in one part of a warehouse Mm -hmm. and all the buffalo trace usually in some part of other warehouse or but then again that could be completely wrong too i mean they've had the beginning of the year they were Running out, uh, people had a mash bill number two, Eagle Rares. Mm. So they had a mash bill number two, which is a different mixture of 
corn and barley and wheat than Mashable number one, but the flavor profile was so similar to Eagle Rare, but a little bit different. Right. They still called it Eagle Rare, but it was a Mashable two Eagle Rare. Okay. Which Mashable two, two most of the time is a Blanton's or an Elmer T. Lee or uh, Rock, Rock Hill, Hill Farms, Farms or something like that. Uh, mm. Hancock Reserve yep. is, a, is another Mashable number two. So, um, struggling with this. That's the way they can. That's the way they make flavors. That's the way they make different products. Is mash bills and location? Because a lot of the flavor in anything has a lot to do with the barrel. Right. The barrel, the char, and the location. Mother Nature makes the flavor. Yes. The, the mash bill sure does have a, an influence on what they want it to be. Right. right. But, but what you want, and what you get, nine times out of ten, are two completely different things. The reason why the the master distillers have not figured it out because it is a natural product. Right. When you put product in a, a barrel, the barrel is going to be different. Right. Every each barrel. Time. You could every have a barrel sitting next to each other in the same spot and they have two different components. Well, because it came from two different trees. Yep. Right. Two and, trees. Uh, yeah. And that That's barrel could have been a little bit further out, closer to the sun, or a little closer, or a little further away from the window, or the barrel above right. it leaked on it and somehow got in, or yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a lot of factors that yep. makes it uncontrollable they, factors. If if they can find a way to make it exactly like it is all, all the time, mm -hmm. they would do it. But the fun thing about it is, it is a natural product and it's going to taste different. Right. right. That's that's oh, yeah, that's the whole thing. Barrels each each and every barrel is a unique item in and of itself. Yep. yep. And then where it sits in the warehouse has an impact. Yep. And those warehouses are ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how many warehouses they had and how ridiculously stocked each warehouse was until that collapse. Believe it yeah. or not, I mean, the barrel the the warehouses so themselves are they is the sun hitting them this way? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Are they Depends hitting on which them this way? They're way? Facing. You know, that's that that has a lot to do with it. Um, there's so much, you know, like Buffalo Trace. They have what they call a warehouse X. Uh, warehouse X is what they do. All the experimental. Yeah, they do mm -hmm. all the experimental. Experimental. Okay. Yeah, right on. And, yeah. and that's they, where they did. They're the... trying to do totally different. Sure. You know, they're trying to find the master barrel. The barrel that acts the best way in this weather, in this thing, in this environment, in this way. And they use the same wood from like a certain part of the tree. Right. Whether it's the pot, or the middle of the tree, the bottom of the tree, or the top of the right. tree. Right. If it is in this weather, if it's hot or cold, if it's taken. All so this many factors, analysis. So many factors go into it. It's insane. Yeah. 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 And they haven't figured it out yet. No. That's where oh, they yeah. did uh, a while back. I think it was like two years ago. Buffalo Trace did what they called the single, uh, single oak project. Okay. So they did, uh, and it was they were telling us about that the first time we toured. They gave everybody at Buffalo Trace um, freedom, come up with an idea, and we're gonna make your idea. Huh. So they did single oak project where each barrel came from a different part of a tree or a different you know the person picked the tree like my barrel comes from that tree and then there was a hundred and i think like 170 different single barrel project barrels hmm. that got put out and the tasting panel of experts picked a winner it was like 
think it was bottle number 80 or barrel number 80 was the winner rated an a plus um so and that bottle they only came in 375 milliliter bottles and that bottle on secondary market is worth a lot of money mm-hmm. i was actually at a bar in seattle called uh, cannon and they have i think it's the world's largest or the united states largest bourbon selection okay they, the selection is insane it was 45 pages <laughs> of bourbon <laughs> from like 18 you, from 1890 you, wow. to brand new wow. to it was insane it's wow. insane so and they had every single one Every single single oak barrel project except the winner. They yeah, didn't yeah. have the winner. I'm sure it was already gone. But sure. and uh, I had a bad experience there. That's beside the point. But they had they had insane bottles, insane huh. bottles. So it's crazy what they do just to make bourbon. You know, they try it's experiment. It's a big science project. Hmm. Sounds like so much fun. And all the people doing it are all chemists. So they're just geek geeked out about it. You know. So I love that. It's a uh, buddy of mine owns uh, Omeris. Kevin Omera. In uh, uh, Berkeley, Berkeley, yeah, Berkeley. yeah I know yeah, Maris. Yeah. I used to live in Berkeley. So uh, I went to high school with Kevin and his sister Shannon and Brian, the older brother. Um, Are they Sh- Irish? <clears throat> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, but uh, he went into he's he's my favorite mad scientist, right? He went in. He does like ground sampling and soil sampling, and that's he he has a company that does you know, ground testing and, and all kinds of stuff. But he opened O'Mara's, God, it's like a, it, 93, 94 is when that opened up, you know? And uh, he, he started, because just because he's a mad scientist, he like, and he liked drinking um, back then. And Still uh, does. So, yeah, yeah. And so he, uh, he started brewing his own beer, right? And he was, you know, and so he was doing his own beers and brewing his own beer just because he, he loved the chemistry of it. He just loved the, the brewing and mixing and doing and you know his day job was soil samples but at night you know he was he was mixing it up uh in in, in his own little you know brewery there it's become much more prolific now and like everybody's got a freaking everybody's brewing their own so he's yeah, actually everybody's a brewer he's, now. Back, he's yeah. backed off of it um he doesn't do much of any of it anymore there mm-hmm. anymore but uh when he started back then he was it was a unique thing not everybody did that i got lilies in in royal oak um that fish place on on Washington, they've been brewing beer like since the eighties, if really? not before then. Yeah, I didn't even know that. We got to do a show from there. Yeah, all right, <laughs> we should. So yeah. it's uh, yeah, they've been brewing beer at Lily's in uh, uh, in Royal Oak there for forever. Mm. Um, but yeah, I love the mad scientist angle of it. You know, just these guys, they love it. And, Mr. Uh, Pauls does a uh, beer tasting once a month. Who does? Mr. Paul's. Okay. The Paul's first, Shop House? Yeah. First right Saturday. First Saturday of every month they do that. They everybody brings in a bottle, it's five, six people, and you know, the whole thing, people taste it and they rate the beers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Paul's is right I now. Did, I live I, on Girls. I've been to a so. couple of them before. So I love I love the mad scientist angle to it, and and too. and we and we win because yeah. there's there's so many great yeah. things to taste and and, and try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. None um, of those b- bottles are. Every bottle here is a winner, is according to a palate. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, yeah, some yeah. people like yeah. a and lower some people, proof, and some, some people, people like winners, right? Some people don't like this because of the sweetness and the 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 low proof. I've heard people say double oak's the worst thing they've ever tasted. Really, it's you like, put that on sweet? You put that sweet? Uh, it's to me personally, yeah. it's more of a dessert 
bourbon. Okay. It's very Woodford in general or that one? This, the double the, oak. The double okay. oak in general. Right. Which is not a bad thing. I still everybody I right. likes the I would have put Elijah sweeter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Me. And again, every palate is different. Right? The oak the oak is obviously there. Okay. But for yeah. me it's I I can do like one or two of these and I have to move on. Okay. So that doesn't <laughs> doesn't mean I don't like it. After the fourth one, yeah. I'm moving on. Yeah. Because, I mean, I can sit here, me and Tony could probably polish this bottle off. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this, even though it's less, I couldn't sit here and lift this whole thing. Well, yeah, I'm not saying I'd be able to walk. (laughs) Tell me my car's going to be here tomorrow. Don't call. This is much more to my palate, as well as this and this, than this. Right, right. As far as sitting here and just pounding a bottle. Sure, sure. Which we've been known to do a lot (laughs) sometimes. All the time. Yeah. (laughs) So if I were to pick one to pound, it'd be the these two. The high proofs, you know, because this is more my style. Sure. Whereas, you know, if someone doesn't do that, then they're like, yeah, these two are my style, which yeah. you can sit there and drink that one across the table while I sit here and drink this Perfect. one. Perfect. Right. You know? Everybody. Yeah. And that doesn't mean I don't like any of them or don't dislike, you know, I like them all. They four all serve the their table, purpose. Four bottles on Four bottles. Yeah. Coincidence? I don't think I so. Think <laughs> yeah. And if you don't like something, guess what? On the other side of the wall, there's a lot more to choose oh from. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Wine Garden, St. Clair Shores yep. Yep. on yep. Harper, so. just south of Nine. And uh, it is uh, Wally's is next to us. Yeah. Wally's <laughs> right? is definitely Wally's. next to us. But where are the wine Did I say that right this time? <laughs> yes. Wally's is next to us. Yes. Sir. Gilbert's is south of us. And that's what I like, too, like drink some ice cream uh, with a good bourbon. I don't know why, but it's really tasty. <laughs> I do that at home often. I'll get like a, a pop or, or a you know a push up pop or something and drink, and drink some bourbon with my ice cream. Right on, <laughs> nice. It's good. Very nice. <laughs> well, fellas, <laughs> gentlemen, thank you so much. Um, I, yeah. We've been we've been thank rambling you. for a while. Have we? Yeah. Yes, we oh, have. God, it's probably it's a good 30. hour and a half, man. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you for Thank having you. us to the yeah. wine garden. Thanks Thank you. Um, Hopefully sure. we can do this more often. Once a month sounds great to us. Yeah. yeah. We're in. This yeah. is good. Bring the Guinness you know? people here to talk and bring us beer. And I, I tried to get the master distiller at Mayor Pingree in here. Unfortunately, he couldn't come. Oh, we'll get he's him. Busy. Yeah, we'll get but, him. But uh, we'll get him in. And again, we can uh, take this party him. on the. We can take this party on the road. So it'd be cool to do it at Valentine. In their tasting yeah. space, yep. yeah, and it's 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 you know when we're set up like this, even if it's loud in a place, it's you get some of the background noise, but we're really isolated. Yeah. With yep. if you're up like this, they'll yeah. they'll be able to hear us. So no, this, this is good. I, I mean, love doing this; it's so uh, much fun. I don't like to do it at the shop because I'll probably get interrupted often. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. If we go in the store, you're gonna lose Tony. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we take it on the road. We have I a good almost, time with it. You almost lost Tony a minute ago. Yeah. <laughs> no, but gentlemen, thank you for uh, joining us on, man cave happy, on the Man Cave Happy Hour. Man Cave Happy Hour. Man Cave Happy Hour. Happy hour. Yes, sir. And uh, the Michigan Bourbon Club, Facebook, find the group, enjoy it, and watch the shenanigans happening there. The Wine Garden, is there a website on the Wine Garden? You guys have a... Yes, thewinegarden.scs. Uh, okay. So yeah, just Google St. Clair Shores and you know, Wine Garden, it'll come up for you. Instagram as well. There's a yeah. lot of good pictures and a lot of product pushed out on, on the Wine Garden's uh, Instagram page. Ah, perfect. Yeah, because we were talking about wine, 
And uh, we're going to go over and look I at some wine hey, for Matt to give as a wedding gift. Yes, yes sir. For my mother. Congratulations, Matt. Thanks, man. I gotta you, get give to give, you get to give the bride away. I get to give the bride away, That's and I get to sweet. do a best man toast. That's so very sweet. Perfect. Wow. And, I'm, so, and I'm DJing, too. So, so you'll wow. be in practice for all three of your daughters that will be getting married a lot. soon. Yeah. It's going to be the Matt Fox show, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> but it really is. <laughs> I like the Matt Fox show. It's fun. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, cheers. 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 You guys. Thank you, guys. Happy Thank hump day. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Smoke a really good cigar. Drink a really fine.